0: What is up, my clan? Welcome back to Riffing with Clintus, episode 51. Holy crap, three weeks in a row. A podcast, I'm back, guys, I'm back. I'm back on the podcast horse, giddy up. New episodes every Monday is my goal. 6 a.m. Pacific is my goal, okay? That is my goal. I will keep you updated on Twitter and and, and Discord and all the, all the places if it's not happening. But otherwise, expect a new episode every Monday at 6 a.m. Pacific this week we are talking about san diego which of course in german means a whale's vagina i think that's the line anchorman anyone i think that's the line anyway um yeah san diego we recently went for a little vacation and i loved it and i left i left there going i want to move there i want to live there so i kind of talk about that i talk about the you know the different things that have come up in the last couple weeks of me saying that and the 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 responses i've gotten and the things i've got to think about and yada 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 so uh yeah no guests this week uh i'm I'm, as of right now i've got about five other topics that i want to discuss uh and or stories that i wanted to to, to tell you guys so i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to alternate one week have a guest one week is just me telling a story and, and kind of alternate that way so uh That means theoretically next week we'll have a guest on the podcast. So uh, if you enjoyed last week's episode with Chuck, uh, episode 50, you should go listen to it. It was fucking awesome. It was a great conversation. Um, Lots of great conversations actually. We talked about multiple things. Uh, Next week should be with a guest. I don't know who it is yet. I've got four people in the hopper. I just have to like coordinate and be like, this week, this week, next week, next week, okay. So so anyway, if if you're digging the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button, it's free. If you're listening to this, Maybe like I don't know on Anchor or whatever. You can you can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, Slacker. Like there's like 15 different places you can find it. Just do a search for Riffing with Clintus. That is R-I-F-F-I-N-G two F's riff. All right. There you go. Without further ado, enjoy this podcast. As far back as I can remember, I've been vacationing in San Diego. It started off with uh, family vacations with my mom and dad and my two younger brothers, going to SeaWorld and you know hotel hopping, getting takeout or fast food and eating in our in our hotel rooms. You know, spending days at the beach, <laughs> listening to my dad bitch and complain because he fell asleep on the on the on the sand and got sunburned for the, so the rest of his vacation was always ruined. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I can just distinctly remember multiple vacations um somewhere around like fourth fifth sixth grade I remember the first vacation we ever went on was to Disneyland um and that was that was fourth grade so I want to say fifth grade which might have been like I don't know 94 93 I don't know exactly when um but yeah let's just say like early 90s you know I'd I'd made my way to, to San Diego and I remember uh even in high school Uh, Having a girlfriend, um, this was I think my freshman year possibly, um, and and getting her like a like a a gift from SeaWorld, and so that memory specifically that timestamps like oh okay I was in high school at this point because I got this you know I remember having like talking to her on the hotel phone and like buying her this gift at SeaWorld and whatever so I think that was the last family vacation with just my family. Now fast forward to my current family wife two kids uh we've been vacationing in san diego for the last decade um the oldest photo that i can find right now that's at the time of this recording uh, is 2011 so about nine years you know this summer would have marked nine years um and the tradition for the longest time was all of my wife's family which she's one of four uh kids and we all have families and kids, um, You know, we would all get together and rent one giant beach house somewhere along the beach. Uh, most of the time, San Diego, but we did venture north to uh, Newport and um, Santa Monica, Venice, yeah, Long Beach. Uh, we even did Lake Tahoe once, uh, but San Diego was, was a frequent stop. In fact, when we go now, it's always a joke. It's always, it's always fun to try and find all the houses we've ever stayed in because uh, we've been there so many times. Um, but, uh, it, you know, it's, it's always just been a a destination for us because we live so close where it's only, it's only about a five hour, six hour drive from where we live in Phoenix to San Diego. Um, you know, so never really made it that big of a deal to vacation. And when we, and honestly, when we thought about vacation, San Diego beaches were always, that's what we think of vacation, you know, um, People ask me all the time, like, you know, have you ever gone here? Have you ever gone there? Have you ever thought about vacationing here or there? Um, and, you know, the the quick answer is no, but I'd be totally down, right? Like I say all the time that I would love to travel. I want to travel everywhere. I want to go everywhere. I want to see everything and experience everything, right? I want to experience the sights, the sounds, the food, the drinks, the music. Uh, and and that expands not only through, the, through, you know, the U.S., but the world. I, I want to travel everywhere. I want to go there. Um, but you know, logistics come into play and for us being in the Southwest, you know, region of the country, California just makes the most sense. It's, it's cheap for us to travel. In fact, our road trip recently, uh, only cost us a, a tank of gas or in my wife's car. She's, she has a hybrid. Um, so she gets really good gas mileage and it was like a tank of gas, you know, so 20 bucks not in that way. It's like 30 i think it was like 30 bucks she has a small tank but it's she gets really good gas mileage you know what i'm saying so versus flying right like i i I do love florida i've been to tampa and orlando multiple times uh we've been up in the north like panhandle you know up in the navarre beach area santa Ana county uh you know love the gulf the side you know we've been to, to mississippi and alabama uh love love that area but um you know for us to travel to the east anywhere whether it's new york dc jersey florida georgia any of the carolinas like any of those it's about $2000 for the four of us to fly and let me tell you that our week in san diego cost about that i'll say about cuz i don't know the exact dollar amount um but let's just say it was about that that much for a whole week in san diego versus just flying to the east coast now we have to get our hotel slash resort now we have to pay for food and drinks now we have to pay for entertainment whatever we're there for to do you know what i'm saying so for us to, to go to the east coast for vacation it just exponentially costs more and for my wife who's you know always been uh more on the frugal side and and uh you know where she can save some money to to um uh what do you call it like expand or extend our our vacation get more bang for our buck which you know nothing wrong with that at all i i I don't knock it at all but that's where like the little barrier comes into play you know what i'm saying so vacation comes into play san diego's usually the number one thought that pops in everyone's head here with my family as well as my wife's family so as the clock had been ticking down to the end of the kids summer break I I had this kind of epiphany. I was like, we haven't done jack crap this summer because of because of COVID. You know, we went on a couple of camping trips, we took the trailer out a couple of times. Um but you know, that that's about it. We, we we really didn't go anywhere or do anything, right? You know, we we went up north like I said with the trailer and um you know, we we, we did a couple of road trips, but really didn't have a formal vacation. And so I kind of threw it out to Tiffany. I was like, what if we just did a couple of days in San Diego, right? Like do our research, figure out what the restrictions are, what they're allowing people to do. I said, at the end of the day, we're going for the weather and we're going for the outdoor activities, which we can definitely social distance and definitely just be on our own doing our own thing. Um, So this was on a Wednesday and by Friday we had figured out our game plan and made our reservations and, you know, we paid a little more for it because obviously it was last minute, but at the same time it was like we didn't do anything else this summer like it's not that big of a deal um so that was it that was like last minute like doom we're, doing, we're going on vacation with the kids in san diego um we got an airbnb for uh was it two three nights three nights um but of course tiffany being tiffany is always looking to you know extend it like i said So she looked into some resorts that were nearby, what, you know, ones that were open and, and, uh, still had some kind of activities or something. And, uh, we ended up going to the Bahia, which is on the mission like the South mission Bay side. Um, the, what's the other one called Catalina? No. Um, there's another one that's on the North side. They're run by the same company, but anyway, there's, there's a resort on the North and South side of the Bay. So we were on the South side. They have a private beach. They had uh, paddle boards and, you know, different things for the kids to rent. And that was a good time. We had a good time at the resort. You know, uh, the restaurant was open for outdoor seating only. So we had a nice dinner outside the The one night we were there. Uh, we had pizza the other night. And, uh, you know, like I said, we basically just hung out uh, at the beach. You know, had our own little cabana and we did uh, a little bit of time in the pool, but you know pools are rough because there's a lot of people and they're running around they're jumping around they're splashing it's like we're trying to stick to ourselves in the corner and it's you know it's just not the same whereas with the beach slash ocean a lot more room a lot more space to to be away from people um but we enjoyed our time at the bahia uh we definitely would go back uh we did s'mores in the evening little campfires on the beach little uh s'mores like uh, what do you call it like um kits little kits that we had put together so you know we just grab a a a black a brown paper bag all the stuff's inside of it did some s'mores it was great a little nice little treat there um so that was that we we stayed two nights there at the resort and we packed it up and went to um to our airbnb which was down on mission boulevard and basically our stomping grounds that's that's where we hang out when we go to mission um down by balboa park like i said we've stayed down there a dozen times so it's like we've been down that road so many times i know where all the you know restaurants and taco shops and pizza shops and you know where oh i need a hoodie go to this place like you know we've been there enough and i love it i love it um again when we think of vacation that's where i'm thinking we're going back there we're going back there but i don't know like a lot like something something was a little different this time um i don't know if it's because of just a rough couple of months that i've had uh for various reasons various things i talked about a little bit in the uh two episodes ago if you haven't listened to episode 49 kind of talk about the last three months and how rough it's been um didn't go into super detail but just high level it's been a rough couple months a few months uh fuck it it's been a rough year (laughs) 2020 sucked you know what i'm saying the first part was good 2020 started off awesome um i honestly was like I had some big, big things come my way, some deals, um, some, some sponsorships and contracts. Like I like 2020 started off really, really strong for me. Um, and even, even right as the COVID thing started to kind of bubble up, um, you know, I got to see some good friends of mine, um, uh, like literally the weekend before this whole thing blew up, I was downtown hanging out with some friends that were in town that aren't normally in town. So it was awesome. And, and you know, that was, probably the best way to send off (laughs) the lockdown, so to speak. Like, all right, I just went out and partied time to lock it down for two months, uh, which is basically what happened. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like this, this year has been rough. And so going into this vacation, I don't know. I just, everything tasted sweeter. Everything smelt better. Everything felt better. Um, and maybe it was the location we were staying at, the, the exact house we were staying in, um, the the little court that you're on, right? It's so the way the houses were in this area is their front yards all kind of face each other, and there's like just a sidewalk that cuts between the property lines, right? Like it's just a sidewalk, and everyone's got like little uh, white picket fences or, or chain link fences, you know, cut blocking off their their front yard. And then you know everyone's houses are kind of small and tiny. And some of them are two stories, three stories, that sort of thing. A lot of them are rentals. But this particular street we were on, this court that we were on, the majority of them actually were locals. They were they were all there, they owned those those homes. And the home that we stayed in, um, the owner lived next door. And that was their house. And so they they owned that house, and then they have the house that we stayed in, and then the two next door to us were all rentals from him. And so because or them and because they live there and they know all their neighbors they only allow certain like families or, you know, non party, like we're not, this isn't going to be like 10 college kids in because we live next door, right? They don't want the, the long parties going on. So, um, I don't know, like I said, the vibe was just different. And I actually got to talk to some of the locals. I asked this one lady some questions. She was out in front playing with her, her like, you know, two year old, uh, three year old son. And I just was asking like, okay, so you, you know, how long have you lived here? And Does it still feel like, do you still love it as much as you did before? Like, I assume you vacationed here and you fell in love with it. And that's what made you move here. And she said, yeah, basically that was that. And and she goes, yeah, of course I still love it. Um, You know, there's challenges, obviously. Uh, It is more expensive. Things do cost more money across the board. And, you know, we have to deal with tourists. No offense. Uh, She's like, you know, we wait for the summer to end for everyone else to enjoy so that we can enjoy our City, our state, and you know all of the amenities that we know and love. By the way, uh, the day that I'm recording this, August sixteenth, twenty twenty, it is National Rum Day. So um, I'm currently drinking a Sailor Jerry's and Coke, but this is just the starter. I plan on moving on to uh, Cap Morgan Private Stock on the Rocks. I sent out a tweet over on Twitter at uh, Clintus. Uh, asking for people's favorite rums, and I got a whole slew of recommendations. I'm pretty excited. Um, you know, I've, I've always been a cocktail mixed drinker. You know, I like the sweeter stuff. I like Mai Tais and Bahama Mamas, and, you know, I like a good Captain and Coke or um, what else? Uh, 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 Moscow Mules, you know, with, with ginger beer. I, I tend to like the sweeter stuff. Um, I have never been one to just pour myself, like, a drink on the rocks or neat, which is just up, you know? Uh, I'm not a whiskey guy. I'm not a bourbon guy. I've tried. I will continue to try. I'm not giving it up. But I just have yet to find that one, like liquor that I'm just like, oh yeah, give me one of those on the rocks, or give me one of those neat and just sip on. Right? You see the guys in the or girls in the in the TV shows where they got the glass like, you know, glass liquor bottles. Where they take the top off and they pour themselves a, a drink and they offer it up to whoever they're talking to and they sit down by the fire and they're you know they're talking about something they're just kind of sipping on some kind of brown liquid right it's like i don't have that i've yet to find that liquid that i enjoy sipping on now i will admit so far the one that i have enjoyed and have bought another bottle of is cat morgan private stock uh spiced rum over ice and i do and do enjoy it i do enjoy it so i'm excited to kind of explore more rums um, again, specifically I like spice drums, but if I, if I find just a regular good old rum, that's just aged properly and it has some flavor notes that I enjoy, I'm totally down to try it out. Um, but I, I think tequila will be my next adventure. Um, also for those of you who, uh, I get questions every once in a while about wine. Am I still drinking wine? Yes, I'm still drinking wine. In fact, I just bought a new bottle of P- uh, Pinot Noir the other day. Um, it's just summertime and I don't know, summertime wine, red wine kind of just feels like more of like a winter thing. So I think when it when it starts to cool down again, I'll definitely be drinking more wine. Uh, it's so damn hot here in Arizona that I, pretty much everything I drink needs an ice cube in it. You know, uh, even sometimes like a White Claw or Truly's, I'll like pour that shit over ice and be like, you know, again, it's like a vodka soda. So fuck it. Um, beers, beers got to be in a koozie. They get too damn warm too fast and then I, I don't like drinking them. So I end up pouring out, you know, a third of my beer every time anyway tangent uh yeah I'm sipping on so if you hear me if you hear the, the little cling cling of the ice cubes that's what I'm drinking is sailor Jerry's and Coke cheers um so yeah San Diego this trip hit different and I remember sitting out in the front the front patio or front actually it was the front yard they have the table and chairs in the front yard but the front yard's all bricked off you know um sitting out there on my laptop drinking my coffee that I got from better Buzz. Great coffee shop down there on Mission, uh, Mission Boulevard. And just like looking at all the houses and taking in the 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 atmosphere, taking in everything and be like, man, I want to fucking live here. You know, like I I legit had that moment where I like, I just leaned back, looked around, was like, I want to fucking live here. And of course, the first thing that pops in my head is like my friends all going, fuck that, bro. It's so expensive. You don't want to live there. Ah, oh, it's so expensive. Like move inland, move inland, go 30 minutes in. Right. Even then, fuck that. It's too expensive. Let's stay in Arizona. Like, you know, I hear I hear all that. And. I don't know, like I've talked about this on in, in chat on, on my live stream was numerous times, but it's like I like what is more expensive? Like what is actually more expensive? You know, when you say it's so expensive to live, like what does that actually mean? because every time I do a little research and I'm talking just super high level, just quick Google search, you know, the numbers don't seem astronomical to me. Now I understand that housing, you know, when you, when you want to go buy a house, you're going to get a lot less house for more, you know, the same amount of money here in Arizona Totally understand that I get that concept. Uh, we see that here in Arizona, depending on what your zip code is, you know, when you live in certain cities and certain areas, the property values just go up, plain and simple, right? Um, that's why a lot of our houses that we've owned have all been kind of out in the outskirts of the ta- of the city. Um, you know, where I currently live is is right next to the White Tank Mountains, which is damn near one of the last major like developments before you get to California. Like, you know, there's obviously other cities between here and California, but my point is like this is like the end. Like, the White Tank Mountains are kind of is like kind of like the end of the valley right air quotes the valley phoenix uh, the phoenix has always been known as the valley of the sun right because we're surrounded by mountains um and and the white tanks are like the west the west valley like that's it that's as far as it goes once you go past the white tanks it's like all right fuck it we're going to california you know the joke's always i live in east la because i'm that far west um but yeah like so I, i i get like property values being different and you know, then I start getting my friends telling me about the taxes and and sales taxes higher, property taxes higher. You know, just across the board, there's more taxes. And of course, I have other friends that say, like, what about the laws? All the fucked up laws that California has. You know, I'm very aware of Prop 65, uh, which is silly, um, and just you know other laws in general um, that California is just way more restrictive on a lot of things. And so that's another thing you have to get used to. You're not you, you're used to being able to do certain things in certain states and cities. You move to California and you lose some of those rights. So again, there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unravel and dig dig into if I really want to move and live in California. Um, and then of course, there's another set of group of people that are like, well, don't move there, move here. if you're if you're gonna move to California, if you want to be close to the beach, go to these cities or go to these areas are much, much nicer. And uh, again, relative, it's relative to what you, what kind of lifestyle you want to live. Uh, you know, Tiffany and I, we met in high school. Um, we dated all, you know, through the last two years of high school, through my college years, we got married my senior year in college, bought a house that we built. Um, and then we had kids. And so, you know, 22, 23 year olds with, you know, I had a college degree. Uh, we bought a house, we owned a house, uh, and and we had a kid and we were married, you know, like we, we, we kind of did the, the, the traditional storybook, like you do this, then you do this, then you do this, then you do this. And we did all those things in that order. So, you know, here we are, fast forward, I'm almost 40 and we've kind of done the whole mom and dad thing. Right. And so like, we've lived in suburbs, we've lived, we've always owned a home and, you know, renting right now, we're looking to buy our next house in this next year uh, most likely after the election, and this is the last house that we will own with the kids, right? Uh, we the the plan is to to buy this house and live here and live out with the the kids until the kids move out on their own. The kids love the area. We love the neighborhood we're in. Absolutely love it. They're close to their friends, or close to their schools, or close to their you know everything we need. So there's no reason to go anywhere else. And I I won't be able to get the kids to move even to California as much as the as Sierra loves San Diego. There's no way she'd leave her friends and her now boyfriend and, you know, volleyball and all the things that she's grown accustomed to being where we're at now. As much as she loves San Diego, there's no way I'd be able to get her there until after she's done with high school. And then, which of course she would love to live there and go to college there. (laughs) So that's a possibility. Um, Bryce too young to figure out what he wants. He's just happy. Just, you know, living and playing video games right now. Uh, So, I don't know. Like I said, sit on the patio, drinking coffee, laptop, thinking to myself, man, I fucking want to move here. What would it take? What would it take? I know we have a five, like minimum five years here before Bryce graduates high school. And then even then there's no rush for him to move out. There's no rush for him to like, you know, figure it out, son, get the fuck out. You know, like that's not, that's not going to happen. You know, the discussion we've had briefly is the kids are more than welcome to stay and live with us until they figure out what they're doing with within reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, realistically, I would say 21 years old is like my cutoff personally. It's like, all right, you're 21. You need to figure out what the fuck you're doing. Like, you're, you're welcome to live here if you're doing something, right? If you're going to college, cool. Now you don't have to worry about work and paying for rent or you're working on your career path and there's clear, like, milestones and goals set and you're, you're making progress and like, then I'm, then I'm confident going, you know what, you're more than welcome to stay here. Cause I see the hustle. I see you doing what you're doing. Right. Um, if my kid decided to be an entrepreneur and start a business, like I want to support them and I want them to be, have all, you know, have, have all the time and energy to, to focus on that. Let me help you by not charging your rent. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of stuff. Like, I, like that's my lifestyle. But if Bryce is going to be a turd and just like, you know, sit on the couch and fucking play video games and not be motivated to do anything. Then that's when we have a a heart to heart, serious conversation, you know? So knowing that my head that we have five years minimum, most likely seven or eight years left with at least one kid still living with us. And even then, even then, you know, Tiff is very, very open. It's like, you know, we, we love being parents. We love being mom and dad. We're looking forward to being grandma and grandpa. And so if one of our kids follow in our footsteps in regards to like having a high school sweetheart and as soon as high school's over, you know, the relationship continues to go and they stay close to home, then they, you know, they, they start family young, then we don't want to go anywhere. We want to be here for the grandkids. We want to be here to support our kids in their next adventure, which is, you know, parenthood. Um, so, you know, we, w- we wouldn't want to just like sell our house and move to another state or city or even like move to like, say downtown. I've talked about living in downtown Phoenix or like around Tempe. Cause I, I just, at the end of the day, what I want is I want walkability. I want the location is more important to me than the house. Like we had a, a bitchin' ass house, right? Our last house that we owned, everyone's still confused on why the hell we sold it. We like the house was everything we could ever want. And it was, the house was amazing. But you know, my two biggest gripes, and I've said this day in and day out, repeat myself all the time is one, it was just so fucking big. It was it was too big. Like that house was designed for like six kids. You know what I'm saying? Four kids. I don't, I don't know. Like it was such a big house. It had so many extra rooms. Um, We had so many empty, empty rooms and wasted space. You know, we started buying furniture just to fill things. It was just a waste of money is really what it came down to. And then more importantly, and ultimately the reason why it pushed us to sell it and move, was the location You know, again, I tell you, we kind of live out in the outskirts, but where we currently live is a one of those like master communities where it was built to. to, You don't really have to go anywhere, right? We don't. We like we have grocery stores, we have restaurants, we have you know convenience stores. There's there's bars and coffee shops and froyo and there's events and there's parades and there's all kinds of awesome shit here. We don't really have to go too far. Um, Whereas where we lived before, which is only twelve to fifteen minutes away. That 12 to 15 minute gap was enough to be like fuck this like love this house but man the location sucked um you know we we were there for two years we never really made good friends with our neighbors like we obviously met our neighbors there was kids that you know came over and hung out swam in the pool but we just never really made friends with our neighbors and you know and i understand it's a two-way street but it just never clicked we never clicked and, uh, you know, so that was a deterrent. And then, you know, you know me, I like to go for my walks. Well, I would walk my neighborhood, but it's just a normal basic bitch neighborhood, right? Nothing special, nothing fancy, no ambience, no nothing to look at. You know, I would literally walk down to the park and just do circles in the park because it was the only place that had fucking trees. You know, where where I live now, there's trees huge trees uh down the streets and, and block to block. I have a whole path laid out where I'm completely covered in canopy the entire time. There's actual walking paths that go along the the, the like the, the river wash. So when it rains it smells amazing. Like I fucking love where we live right now. And so um you know the the plan is to buy a home, buy a house in this neighborhood and live here for the next five to ten years. That's that's our range. By then we'll know what the kids are probably doing, right? Are they single and they're traveling and or going to college or are they hunkered down with the with a significant other, you know, the partner and starting a family and that'll determine whether or not Tiffany and I keep our house and go, all right, well, the house is ready for grandkids, right? we got rooms for you to come stay in and, and hang out and whatnot like Tiffany's parents do. Or do we say, sweet, you're doing your thing. We're going to go do our thing. We sell our house And we do move downtown or we sell our house and we move to another city or state and we just rent and we just live there for a year or two. Right? Like I'm not opposed to doing that. I'm not opposed to, you know, putting some things in storage and packing up the rest of it and moving to say, to say San Diego to mission. Right. Um, I'm not opposed to it. In fact, that's the thing that I'm going to be pushing for and encouraging. Now, obviously the next five to 10 years, a lot can change. Um, hell my life has been completely turned upside down and, and, and turned in, inside out the last five years. Um, you know, you, you take the, the good with the bad though. I've had some really rough times, but we're doing really well right now. Um, you know, a lot of things are in the works and a lot of things are just moving along and I'm, you know, business wise, thoroughly happy. Um, and so now's a good time to, to do the things we want to do. And you know, who knows what the next five to 10 years are going to look like though. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea. There's no way to predict it. Um, so I talk about moving to mission. I talk about moving to San Diego. Um, well, okay. So let's say I, I talk about moving to San Diego, but really, really it is down there in mission that area. Right. I would really have to explore. Tiffany and I would have to go for a trip and like really explore the the beach cities. You know, there's Pacific beach, there's ocean beach, there's, there's other beaches there, but like, just that little strip of Mission is just—I don't know. its it's to me, it's iconic because I've gone there so many times that I don't care that it's run down. I don't care that it's kind of dirty. Um, you know, it, that's the, the 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 vibe, right? Like I say the same thing about Santa Monica and Venice. When I say Venice, we're like, "Gross, dude! Venice is disgusting. It's so dirty. This and that." It's like, man, it's got character. It's got style. It's like I like that. You know, the—the the street vibe. Of Venice you know um, I love the, the the boardwalk of Santa Monica you go up to like up in Anaheim area and you got like Huntington Beach Long Beach uh, Newport like I love that vibe too right it's a different vibe but I love it and uh, I'm not opposed to moving up there either it really just comes down to the exact location the exact house that we get and what can I do if I walk out my front door I want to be able to go to get a coffee I want to be able to go get a beer I want to go be able to get a taco, a slice of pizza, some sushi. Like I want to be able to walk everywhere. And if I, and, and if it's just a little bit too far, fuck it. I got a longboard. I got a, I got a bicycle, you know, I'm like, Tiff and I are definitely outdoor people. Like we love being outside, you know, for living in Arizona, there's only a couple of months for us. And I know it's different for everybody. My buddy Chuck would, la- he's going to laugh at me and, and, and say what I say this. Cause it's always like a running joke for us. He complains about the heat almost daily now, um, using words like disgusting and, and, uh, and horrible and tragic, (laughs) mostly disgusting though. Um, the, the heat is just too much for him. He absolutely fucking hates the summers here in Arizona in a perfect world. He'd, he'd be a snowbird. He'd, he'd move to, you know, somewhere further North, uh, during the summers and then move back to Phoenix in the winters. And that would be his lifestyle. I'm sure one day it'll happen for him. But uh, for Tiffany and I, like born and raised here, like, yeah, it's hot. Don't get me wrong. It's fucking hot. I'm not going to lie to you and say it's not hot. It's hot. But we we tolerate it because of what we do, right? Like you either sit your ass in a pool, you uh, you cover yourself in the shade, uh, you got your cold beverage, and you, you know, that's what you do in the extreme heat. Um, does it still suck sometimes? Absolutely. Going from your car to, you know, walking over blacktop asphalt into your car it's been an oven. It's like 150 degrees inside there. Yeah, that sucks. Sitting uh, you know, with shorts on and your leather seats burn your ass cheeks. Yep, that sucks. Um but you know, so so when I say that I want to move to San Diego, like I said, specifically I'm thinking of the that beach town vibe. Um and and you know, we looked at I looked at some of the houses near where we were at. Um, you know, there was one that was I want to say maybe 800 square feet, right? A a thousand square feet? I don't know. I don't. I'm I'm spitballing here. I don't remember off the top of my head, but let's just say it was less than a thousand square feet, and it was 1.2 million. Okay, so first and foremost, you just say those numbers, you're like, holy shit, that's a tiny little place for a lot of fucking money, right? So that's the first like red flag. You're like, houses are gonna be expensive, apartments are gonna be expensive, right? So there's that, and that's just the that's just your mortgage. That's just your monthly payment. That doesn't include all the other things. That everyone reminds me about the taxes and the you know all these other things. But I feel like it's a lifestyle change, right? Like if we lived in a place like that, we might only have one car, and it's paid for. it, right. It's just a small little something something. You know, we're not driving two vehicles with car payments, and you know. But in a perfect scenario, we don't even know own a car right? That means no car payment, no insurance payment, no gas, no maintenance. If we need to go somewhere further than a bike ride, it's an Uber, you know? Uh, or if we're going like to hop, skip another city, you rent a car, right? Like I feel like there's the, there, there, when you do the numbers, you can find a balance there with not having a car. I know I have friends that live in cities that don't own cars, right? And you, and when you hear about their rent or their mortgage, you're like, damn, that's expensive. But then think about like, oh, but I also pay, I, I pay a $500 car payment so five, $500 times 12 months, you know, that's six grand. Okay. So that's, that's money that, that I'm spending. They're not there's gas, some, something like my truck that has shitty gas mileage. You know, if I drove that thing all the time back and forth to work and this, like I'm putting a lot of money into gas, our insurance, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month, like it all adds up. So you take all that money that I'm spending in a car and that's, that just goes towards their rent or their mortgage. Right. Um, things like that. So the reality is, you know, could we actually own a home there? And, you know, the quick answer is I think, I think, yes, I think knowing Tiffany, knowing how we are, knowing how, knowing how we spend our money. That's really what it comes down to is I think how you spend your money. You know, we, when I was in my twenties, I was definitely about the bling. I was definitely about the the new tech not bling like I didn't own like expensive. I don't own any jewelry for that matter, but like I was all about the tech, like look at this new phone. I, you know, I'd always order the newest, hottest phones, the flip phones back in the day, you know, uh, you know, new hard drive, hardware for computers and laptops. And you know, when I got a laptop and stuff like that, um, I was, I was definitely a show off when it came to that kind of stuff. Whereas now in my thirties, I'm definitely not that way. Um, I'm more of a show off with my life and my experiences and you know, I I, I've always been one to like show something, share something and then want to talk about it, have a conversation about it. Have you seen this before? Do you own one of these? Have you ever had one of these? Have you tried this before? Have you been here before and like have a conversation about like that's, that's literally how my vlogs manifested themselves, right? Uh, from my blog that I had where I was writing articles or, or blog posts about stuff, you know, and trying to invoke conversations. um, so knowing our lifestyle, the way we, we are like, we're not materialistic. We, we, we could get by with very minimal, uh, lifestyle, right? Cause we definitely are ones that were like, we're going to leave the house. We're going to be on our walks. We're going to be going on our bike rides. We like to sit on a patio and, 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 uh, and people watch, you know what I'm saying? And with the weather, that's the biggest thing. I think the biggest thing that people don't realize is like you're paying, like, like people talk about this all the time in California, the sunshine tax, right yes it is ridiculously i'm using air quotes here you can't see me like ridiculously more expensive to live in california in certain parts of california but the weather is awesome most of the time right depending on where your your physical location is i have some friends that were complaining about 100 degree weather this weekend and i'm like haha welcome to phoenix you know it's like a, it's all the time the co- the farther inland you go then obviously the temperature is going to rise and it's closer to phoenix but like when you're right by the beach which is what i'm talking about the weather's awesome all the time. In fact, it actually gets on more on the, on the chilly side, right? In the evenings, you got to put a hoodie on. Um, but that's the beauty of it. It's like, we don't need a big-ass TV in our house. We don't need all these fancy things inside our house because we're never going to fucking be inside. We're always going to be outside, right? Like, all my money's going to go into my patio and my furniture out there and the ambience out there and the vibe out there because that's what I want to spend all my time is outside, you know? I'll buy a new fancy bicycle because I'm going to be riding that bitch every day, you know? Like instead of having a, a, a you know a $40,000 vehicle, I'm going to have a, a $1500 $2000 bicycle, you know, like something like that is is more my my style. And I think also again, you know, going from my 20s to my 30s, owning, you know, a, a 1500 square foot home and then jumping to a 4300 square foot home And now currently residing in like a twenty three hundred square foot home, like I definitely get a feeling for how much space I actually need. And you know, if push came to shove, I don't need that much space. I really don't. I you know, a a couch or a chair to sit on, uh, a space to work, right? And I'm obviously not talking about streaming. Obviously, I have a, a a room, a bedroom dedicated to my streaming setup. Um, because I can, because I have to, or I I had the ability to, but if I had to, if I had a downsize, let's just say, let's just say, for example, we moved into that Airbnb that we stayed in. Um, if you watch the vlogs, I'll give you a tour of it. You know, that, that place was, like I said, about, mm, I, for some reason I want to say it was around 780, 800 square feet, but that seems like it was small. For some reason I'm I'm thinking more around thousand square feet, but I I don't have to manage again. Let's just say it's less than a thousand. It was one bedroom, but it had a pretty good size living room. I could definitely make a streaming setup in a corner in the living room, right? I'd probably have to throw a green screen behind me. Um, you know, that sort of thing, but I could definitely make it work. It's definitely doable, right? Whether it's in our bedroom and I'm streaming in my bedroom, I can only stream certain hours, right? No night streams, that sort of thing. Um, or it's in the living room. And you know, again, I'm, I'm limited to certain numbers, but then I immediately, my, my, my head immediately goes to, well, if I'm living in San Diego where the fucking weather is awesome all the time, then maybe I just don't stream games in, in, as much, right? Maybe I reverse my current schedule where it's like I I stream games, you know, three or four days a week, and I do an IRL once or twice a week. Well, let's say I flip that and I do IRLs four days a week. I'm on, I, I'm walking around San Diego with my backpack on all the time, right? I, I you know I turn into like Andy Milanakis, where I'm just like fucking bombing around, you know, the streets of uh, San Diego on a regular basis, you know what I'm saying? And then every once in a while. I, I dip in and do some video games. That's, that's definitely a possibility when the weather's that good. Fuck. I mean, when the, when the weather gets good here in Phoenix, I plan, I plan on upping my AR IRL streams, you know, cause I really now, now I'm not able been able to do them for so long. Uh, you know, the end of my season kind of ended short because of, the uh, because of COVID like I'm ready to, as soon as the weather's good, man, like get back out there on the streets and just start really vibing with, with different, uh, locations and, and with the IRL streams. So, um, like I said, people ask these questions all the time in chat when we talk about logistics of moving to California. Well, what about this? What about that? It's like, well, okay, we haven't gotten that far yet. Again, we're talking five-plus years away, so none of these questions are even relevant because I may not be streaming five years from now. I don't know. You know, I renew my, my contract with Twitch, and it's, as long as everything goes well on both sides, both parties, I plan on being on Twitch at least two more years, at least, that's only half of the five years, right? I still got another two to three years after that and possibly more. And fucking YouTube, Jesus, like, who knows? I've been on YouTube for 13 years, 14 years. I've seen all the highs and lows and know that shit changes all the time. So I'm not putting any money on, on YouTube. I'm not banking on YouTube at all, you know? Uh, <laughs> so so yeah, I mean, like I said, realistically, sure. I could see moving there, Totally. I'll figure it out. My wife and I are very much like she's a planner to a certain degree. She plans tomorrow. She plans for the weekend. But beyond the week ahead, that's about as far out as her and I plan, right? We we're not super Uber planners. Um we we kind of just live day-to-day, and that's that's that works for us. That's how we that's how we roll. And so I feel like if we really uh, the kids are settled. Kids are doing their thing, right? Sierra moves out of state. Bryce, I don't know, gets some roommates and he lives in Tempe. And like, you know, we're out here by ourselves out in, out in you know, BFE. And we're like, all right, well, we don't need this house anymore, right? We're, we're done being the mommy, daddy, uh, family card. Let's pull that one out and let's, you know, what do you want to go? What do you want to do? You know? And I, I, I again, depending on financial situation, I think the financial situation will definitely de- depict or detect or um, depict uh, determine what we do because i mean if money's good maybe we keep our house and we rent somewhere else right maybe we can afford to have two places or nope that's not realistic we can only afford one place so yeah let's sell this house we'll definitely make some money on it and you know let's invest it in somewhere and just rent we'll rent somewhere you know what i'm saying like when you're renting you you know you don't need to put a fat down payment down usually it's just like a month or two's rent as your deposit and that's it. So, you know, whatever money we make from our house, we just, we throw it into account, you know, invest it for a year or two and, and maybe we just travel, you know, maybe we do, you know, we get like ourselves like an RV and we fucking drive around the country, you know, going from spot to spot. And every once in a while we, we, we stay in a resort or we stay in a hotel, but you know, the vast majority of the time we're just fucking driving around, going from campsite to campsite. I don't know. Are we still going to be a camper? Are we still going to be into trailers and stuff like that? Five years, six years from now, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, sometimes I'm think. I think about selling my trailer and getting a cabin, you know, my dad's got that cabin i been pacing and I, and I, sometimes I'm like, man, I'm envious. Like he just, sometimes he will just grab an overnight bag and just drive up to his cabin. It's about a two and a half hour drive. He'll just drive up there on a Friday and he'll, he'll stay there, you know, through Sunday and it's just him and he's got his, he's got his room. You know, sometimes he brings friends, sometimes it's just him, sometimes it's him and the dog You know, it's different every time, but he's got his own space. With the trailer, you have to pack it up, you have to tow it, you have to unload it, you have to you know hook it all up. Then when you're done, you got to fucking clean it all because you're putting it away in storage. So you got to make it all clean and pretty, you know, for the next time. And it's such a hassle. You know, I say this all the time. It's a it's a fucking hassle to do the trailer, and I think that's what deters me. You know, I have I have lazy tendencies. There's there's I say this all the time with the dirt bikes too, like. I love riding dirt bikes. I really do. But in a perfect world, I can ride from my garage out to the desert. I don't have to fucking load my bike, load my gear, drive 30 45 minutes, an hour somewhere, unload, gear up, then go for my ride. Now, I'm already two hours into this, this, this activity before I even get, to get my, on my bike and go, right? So then I ride for a couple hours, come back get undressed, load the bike up, load the gear up, drive another 30, 45 minutes, an hour back home, unload, clean, like, it's an all-day fucking event. And, like, that's just not a good, in my opinion, that's just not a good time, use of my time. Like, I want it to be, like, you know what? I'm gonna go fucking dirt bargaining. Like, my last house was the closest thing that I've ever had to that, where I was able to ride from my garage. But shortly after I they, we moved there, they started building houses across the street. So it was a very short-lived and then it got to the point where I was running into cops and I was always worried that they were going to like, you know, stop me, tell me to get off, give me a ticket. And so I was always scared of like that, that, that fear of, of, you know, getting in trouble and then, you know, being whatever. I don't know. I, it just, it just, it wasn't worth it for me. It got to the point where I just, I stopped riding. even then, because then it was like kind of boring. I'm a social guy. I want to ride. I want to ride with my friends, you know? So, you know, that's a question that Tiffany brought up. Was like, well, if we move to San Diego, we don't know anybody. All our family lives in Arizona. I said, yeah, true. But be realistic. How often do we see your family? Like in the last couple of years, it's gotten few and far between for various reasons. Our kids are older. Our kids are playing sports on the weekends. Your sister's kid plays sports on the weekends. Your brother's kids are older. They're working. They've got girlfriends. Your brother w- works a weird schedule where he's he works on Saturday. So Sunday, Monday is his weekend, which is always kind of fucks up our trying to hang out with them because it's. It never like 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 syncs up you know what i'm saying her parents are traveling all the time with their trailer so they're not even home on the weekends for us to hang out with um you know my family are on all different schedules and i never see them so it's like fuck it like we moved to san diego trust me we'll probably seen it more often because like, hey come to san diego you got a place to stay we got we got an air mattress we got an extra bed like come fucking san diego like i guarantee you we'll have more visits in san diego than we did in our last house when we had two guest rooms and a pool, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know. I just, I feel like, again, we'll make, we'd make it work. We, we'd make it work. We'd figure out the logistics of, okay, if we were to live in this part of town, do we need a car? What's the public transportation look like? What, you know, what's, what's the, uh, you know, the, the nearby amenities, that sort of thing. I, I, I feel like that's how Tiffany and I work, especially her. She, I put, I, I plant a seed And I I just, I water it and then it just starts to grow and she takes off with it. And it just, she, she'll run with something. The whole San Diego trip that we're talking about, I said something to her on Wednesday, Wednesday morning. And Wednesday and Wednesday, all day Wednesday when I was streaming, she looked it all up, figured it all out. Gave me the details Wednesday night. Thursday, we made a decision when she was booking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's how she moves. Um, we let things linger too long and we lose our momentum. We lose our excitement, our enthusiasm. Um, so yeah, like I said, I, I, I could, I could see myself definitely living there. Um, and again, it's a combination of the weather. It's the weather being pretty much awesome all year round really is a big driving force because when I think about living in downtown Phoenix, you know, Roosevelt Row, uh, Central, there's some really dope, dope places down there that I could, again, totally see myself living right there and I have every amenity that I could think of within walking distance. There's public transportation, it's good. It, like, again, I have friends that like to talk shit about Phoenix and how small it is and how spread out it is. Like, you know, it's not like super dense and super like compact on top of each other like other cities like San Francisco. But again, I feel like, That's a good thing because it's not like, yeah, I might have to go a couple blocks from going from one place to the next because for two blocks there's just nothing between. But it's also not fucking super crowded and and overpacked as of right now. You know, I know a lot of new condos and apartments are being built in Phoenix. Um, I've been paying attention, been been uh, keeping an eye on things. But uh, you know, I don't know. I I, again, we would make it work. We'd we'd make it work. But if we lived in downtown Phoenix, we lived in Tempe you know, there's still the Arizona summers. There's still three or four months a year when it is pretty much too hot to be out on a patio unless you're in the pool, right? Unless you're in the water and you're getting out of the water and you're sitting, you're chilling, you're drying off and then you get back in the water again, right? Like that's the only way it'll work. Um, a lot of places have misters and misters do help. And if they do it right, you can get a nice like canopy, uh, you know, a moisture canopy built and and it's not horrible, but then you're dealing with humidity and everything's wet and, and damp. And, you know, so it's not perfect. It's not, it's not the perfect scenario. But again, if we decided to not move away from Arizona, let's say both kids um, stay in Arizona, whether they go to college or they just are working or they're starting families, but they're like, you know, they're they They have a partner, but not like ready to go full marriage kids yet. Then, you know, then cool. Maybe when Tiff and I stay in Arizona, but we do sell our house and we move to downtown or move to Tempe right? Like I know Tempe is a college town, like ASU is right there, but you know, I've been down there enough that there's still a large adult demographic down there, right? Whether they're going to college themselves or they just live in Tempe because they like the vibe, right? It's not quite downtown Phoenix, but you still get that walkability where there's just, you know, Mill Avenue and the next like three streets all around are just hustling bustle. There's enough stuff going on that you can walk out your front door and get to anything right there's the the scooters everywhere and ubers and i fucking love mill avenue and tempe i love that whole area and you know there's the mountain to go hiking and you know asu's always got events and things going on like i i feel like asu's are tempe's like a dope place you know um and i'm not i'm not like stuck on one or the other if tiffany was like Yeah, I want to definitely live downtown Phoenix. Then that's where we'll go. But if she's like, no, I really really just, I think Tempe is better. I'm down for that too. There's, There's really great amenities on both sides for what we want, what we're looking for today. Again, five years from now, six years from now, that might change. Our priorities might change. You know, who knows? Ten years from now, we might completely 180 and be like, you know what? We are homebodies. We just want to stay in our house. We love our house. It's been our house with our kids. And, you know, let's just fucking stay here, pay it off and, you know, home bodies i don't know i don't know we don't know but um we're already talking about another trip in september um back to mission because we just really enjoyed it we enjoyed our time um which you know that that's a good transition i guess uh we i meant to talk about the trip but i just been rambling and riffing on this uh you know our time in our time in san diego and mission was was great um obviously there's a pandemic going on right now a lot of people are questioning our, our you know, our reasons for going and how, you know, how dare you, you know, got said once or twice. And the reality is that this isn't going away anytime soon. Um, you can believe what you want, but you know, if you really zoom out and look at, uh, numbers and the situation in our country with, with people and, um, you know, just, just mask wearing alone, right. Social distancing, mask wearing businesses being closed down, trying to reopen. And then, you know, on top of that, vaccine, right? Really, this isn't going away anytime soon until there's a vaccine. And even when there is a vaccine, we're talking months and months and months and months of getting that vaccine out to everyone. Um, So this current, what we're currently living in is going to be around for quite a while, um, well into 2021. And so, you know, my philosophy is while I'm still very cautious, we wear masks, we have hand sanitizer with us at all times um you know cognizant of what we touch and who we interact with we have to live through this right and i'm fortunate that i i work from home so that is a, a relief that i don't have a worry that i don't have to um have that a lot of people do i'm not I, i'm able to continue to do my job 100 with with virtually no you know um restrictions or, or whatever so I'm, I'm able to continue to provide for my family but everything else in our lives have completely stopped at a certain point, right? We just recently started slowly easing into like normality where, you know, Tiff and I went to dinner the other night. Um, you know, we went on this vacation, uh, you know, Sierra's uh, best friend comes over and her boyfriend come over. And that's the only other two people in our house, right? Like, because she, that's that's one of her needs. She needs that social interaction that she does not, she just doesn't get it through FaceTime and, and, and you know, Snapchat. Um, Bryce is very content with being home and never having to see his friends. He, he plays video games with his friends every day. He has, he literally talks to his friends every single day without missing a beat. And so he doesn't give a shit how long this lasts, right? Yeah, he'd like to go play laser tag or, you know, go go to the arcade from time to time or go to a, you know, a, a school function and see his friends. But it's not the end of the world. Whereas with Sierra, it's definitely a, a much more difficult situation. Um, So you know we 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 like I said we did our research we figured out what was being restricted over there what we couldn't couldn't do and at the end of the day we were outside most of the time and if you watched our vlogs which i guess someone kind of made a comment about this but i went back and watched it i guess i didn't show as much like if i'm talking to the camera i took my mask off for the most part so a you could hear and understand me i know there's some hearing impaired people that read my lips uh close close captioning kind of sucks all, sometimes but we were wearing our masks Anytime we left our, our hotel room or our Airbnb and we were walking on the sidewalks, anywhere we'd come in contact with people, the only time we didn't have them on was our one bike ride that we did. And we we tried to wear them at first and Tiffany's like, it's too it's too much. Like we're breathing too heavy and, and you know. So we took the masks off. Um, and when we were on the beach, that's it. Every other time we had the masks on all time, or we sit down to eat. You know, obviously you're eating, you're drinking, like that sort of thing. But like everyone else is wearing masks for the most part. Uh, I would say the vast majority were wearing masks. So obviously, there's always a small group here and there of this guy, that guy that's not wearing them. But for the most part, everyone's wearing masks. Everyone that we came in contact with at the resort, uh, at any of the places we went to eat or drink, grocery store, everyone's wearing masks. Which is what you do, right? You, you social distance and or wear a mask. And that is how we slow the spread and that's how we, you know, but we have to, my point is we have to live through this and you have to find ways to live through this. It's not going to be back to normal anytime soon, so we have to find a new normal, right? You have to learn how to to, to live with this and that's what we were doing. We were living through, we were vacationing through it. So, yeah, we spent a lot of time outside on the beach by ourselves. You know, we spent a lot of time at our Airbnb by ourselves. You know, we spent a lot of time just you know, wearing masks, (laughs) every, every store, every place we went, we had to wear masks. And every time we went somewhere and we walked out, it was hand sanitizer, right? Our hands got so dry from fucking that alcohol and that shit. And, you know, so we did our best and we had an awesome week. The kids left, came back home, you know, ready for school, recharged, if you will. I came back recharged. Um, it was, it was a good trip. It was a really good trip. And, um, you know, we, if you've watched the vlog, we wakeboarded, or not We wakeboarded, a uh, paddleboarded, uh, we went on a bike ride, I rode my longboard along the boardwalk, um, we went out to eat two times, or three, I'm sorry, three times, once at the resort and two times we went at the Airbnb, uh, we cooked a couple times at the Airbnb, um, you know, I went and got my coffee two two times you know, so I understand there's risk. There's always gonna be risk. Every time you, every time you leave your house, there is a risk. Um, but I think that again, it's, it's one of those calculated risks where you're like, well, you know, the rest of the time I'm not doing shit. So there's just this one time that I'm going to go out and do my thing. And so it's, you're, you're minimizing it, right? You're minimizing it by, by limiting how many times you go out, you're limiting how many people you come in contact with, but uh, I don't know, I feel like that's the new mantra going into the, the last half of 2020 is we have to learn how to live through this. Um, learn with, learn to live with it, um, as scary as that sounds. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, it was good and I would love to live there. And uh, I'm going to continue to do my research, do my homework and figure out if that is something that we do want to do and if it is something that we want to do. What is it going to take for it to make it for make it, for it to happen, right? I already have a ballpark figure of like what salary I need to make to live there, but then like I have friends that say, well, yeah, that's after you've done this, this, and this though. This it's after you've saved up this much money and put that down on a home, and and you know you're, you've got your bills situated for this, this, and this. Like I, I get it. Again, logistics are not have not been figured out yet because there's no reason to. There's no reason to get logistics figured out when we're talking you know, five to, to 10 years of this happening. You know, I there's that to me, that's a waste of time. There's no reason for me to go like, yep, this can be totally doable. We just got to make this much money. We got to do this. We got to save this and do that. All right. See you in seven years. You know, like there's just no reason to, there's so much can change. It's a, that's a whole nother election, right? Five years from now, four years from now, that's that's another election. We have an, we'll have another, an, potentially a different pre- president, you know, um, you know, so it's just one of those things where who knows what California even looks like. Maybe California is better. I know a lot of people are moving out of California right now. A lot of people are moving, waiting the fuck out of San Francisco, getting the fuck out of LA. Um, a lot of people are for various reasons. Maybe that all changes. Maybe something because everything going on in the world right now, politically and, and 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 socially, like maybe things change and California gets dope and and people, you know, it's not a big deal, but or I could get worse, and five to ten years from now, fuck that. I don't want to live there. You know, I just I'll just visit. I just, it's just a vacation place. You know, I don't know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get there, and we'll definitely talk about it more in the future. Because, uh, like I said, right now, top of my mind, fuck yeah, dude. I don't want to go back. Like we're going back, and I want to go back in four weeks. You know, or two weeks. I don't know. what Labor Day, Labor Day. I think that was that was the that was something we talked about. Three day weekend for the kids. I think the kids have four day weekend actually, even better. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think I touched all the things I wanted to touch on. Uh, we're coming up to an hour, so it's good. That's a good. Uh, it's a good podcast. Um, as always, you can uh, you know send in voice messages on the Anchor app, anchor.fm slash Clintus if you um, if you want to you know send a voice message and ask a question or something like that to be on the podcast, or send a text message uh, with your question to 602-497-2046, uh, U S only, sorry. Uh, you can send a, te- you can send a, a, a question there as well. We'll get, we're gonna get to get some of those questions here in just a moment, but, uh, just to wrap up the, the San Diego conversation. Like I said, I, I, I dig it, man. I really dig that area. I dig that vibe. Um, I know it was a vacation, so it's always supposed to feel better. Uh, supposed to feel better than when you you're, you know you currently live in your current situation, but I don't know, man. Like I said, this one just hit different, and um, I I want to live there. I would love to live in that, I, even that house we lived in. It, it was a you know nothing special. It was kind of like uh, it's old. It was a built in like the thirties, the thirties or fifties. I forget which one, but it's old. Fifties probably thirties is really old, but yeah, I think it was like built in the fifties. Um, definitely could use some work, but you know. Like if that was Tiffany's place if we lived there holy shit how fucking dope would that be Oh my god it'd be so cool you know we we got we got the bay a few yards away we got the the ocean uh you know a block away and Mission Boulevard's got every single amenity you can think of within walking distance bike distance a grocery store like it just oh, That's so good man it's so good but yeah I want to go back I want to go back soon sooner than later like I said September I'd like to go back And see if I still have those vibes. See if I still have that feeling, right? Different, a little bit of a different location, a little bit different. And see if I still have those vibes. And then, you know, I will continue to do my research. I'll continue to figure out a plan that if this is something we want to do five to ten years from now, this is what we got to look and let to do. But not, I'm not gonna go too deep because, like I said, I don't want to waste my time. So there you go, San Diego. All right, time for some Q&A. Uh, like I said, you can text your questions to 602-497-2046. Use hashtag podcast so that I can, I can see them. I don't lose them in the, in the sea of text messages that I get every day. Uh, and uh, you get your question answered like Brianna Chan who asks, if Sierra or Bryce were to go to college out of state, would you move states and live where they live? I know you've always wanted to live in a different state but then tiffany has her family there uh thanks for your question brianna uh the answer is very fitting for the conversation today uh the answer is d- it depends it depends on uh where they moved and why they moved there now if let's say for example sierra moved to san diego um because of college she got a scholarship or she was playing volleyball there or she was just going there for the that and that was her thing um we love san diego so that's another excuse for us to go move there. Now, if she moved to I don't know some other city or state, and I don't want to say one because I don't want to make it, make it sound like it's negative, but let's just say they move she moves into some other state that we don't love or care to ever move to and, and visit. Um, then yeah, maybe we won't. Maybe like okay, you go do your thing. You know, we'll, we'll come visit. We'll come visit. Um, but we wouldn't necessarily move there, right? Like again, I don't want to say a state because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I live there. That's where I live. It's great here. But you, know, you get what I'm saying, right? If one of the kids were to move to a city or state that is nothing that appeals to us, then we wouldn't up and move. Now, if both kids moved to said state or city, then it would make sense. Okay, both our kids somehow, someway ended up moving to the same location that's now no longer Arizona then maybe we would maybe we'd, we would again we'd make it work figure it out or maybe we go to like some nearby city that's okay it's only a three-hour drive only a five-hour drive i mean like i said san diego is a five-hour drive if we were to stay in phoenix and see her to move to san diego it's only a five-hour drive okay so uh, you know the kids move to some city in the midwest but we could move to a, a different city that's five hours away and, and and make it work for everybody you know that would most likely be the case um in retrospect you flip it and and say like, if the kids didn't move, if the kids stayed here in Phoenix, would we move, right? Like, if, if both kids end up staying here going to ASU or even, like, an NAU, U of A, they're still, you know, local. Does, do, do, does Tiffany and I move to San Diego if everything worked out, like, financially and everything was good? Like, oh, let's, we're going to go do it. Or would we stay here because the kids are here? You know, that's that's a really... It's hard to say. It's hard to say. It, it really comes down to the, the exact uh variables of the situation. So... But thank you for the question. I appreciate it. All right, we got another one here from Page Carts. Uh, they ask, "What is your motivation to keep going?" Uh, and I assume you mean keep going with my content creation, like my YouTube videos and my live streams and podcasts. Uh, can I kind of talked about this briefly yet uh, in the last episode, but I'll, I'll kind of go a little deeper for Page. Uh, really, it comes down to uh, as long as someone's still paying attention to me, um, as long as someone is. Watching my YouTube videos, as long as someone's listening to my podcast, as long as someone shows up to my in my chat room for me to talk to, I will continue to do what I do because I love it. I, I really do. I know. I know my vlogs some kind sometimes lack the passion that I once had, um, but that's because I've evolved. I've changed. Right? Like we are no longer the same people we were ten years ago. The things that we are into today are not the same as we were ten years ago, and that might be because of technology. Right? Like yeah, Netflix wasn't around. You know. 10 years ago so you know we didn't netflix and chill we didn't binge watch tv shows tv shows weren't you know the whole season wasn't released at one time so we had to watch 22 episodes over the course of you know 40 weeks or whatever um you know times change technology changes our interests change our hobbies change i i'm 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 a different person than i was you know 10 years ago when i when i was really getting into the vlogging and um So like I said, for me, what keeps me motivated is you guys, like literally the people that are listening to this podcast right now, the people that reply to my tweets on Twitter, the people that, you know, like my Instagram posts, like it's the constant, um, interaction because at the end of the day, this is the reason why I started this whole adventure was I liked sharing my thoughts, sharing my experiences, ultimately sharing my life and then having a conversation about it, comparing it, um, being relatable, uh, learning new things, right? I do something, and I share it with you guys, and then I get a response like, oh, have you tried this before? Try doing it this way. Oh, man, that's great, but have you done this, right? Or, or you know, oh, you messed up, bro. Like, do it this way next time. Like, I love that. I love learning, and that's my, my way of learning. I'm not a reader. I'm not a big reader. I'm not a big, like, you know, I'm a hands-on kind of guy. I need to be shown how to do things. I know it annoys my friends sometimes, but it's like, that's how I learn. Show me how to do it. You know, like that's how I am. So that's what keeps me motivated. Honestly, it's you guys, you, you, you members of the community that interact with my content, wherever it is. That's what, um, that's what keeps you motivated. So as long as you guys keep showing up, I'll keep, I'll keep showing up. All right. Deal deal well there you go guys another episode of riffing with clintus episode 51 thank you so much for your time and attention i really do appreciate it. i say this all the time because i really do mean it uh i appreciate every moment you give me whether it's here on the podcast it's my live streams on twitch it's my youtube videos wherever you wherever you decide to, to give me your time i i really do appreciate it it, it means the world to me Um, Just a quick plug at the end here. Um, I want to plug my Discord server if you haven't already. uh, Discord.gg slash Clintus is the invitation link. You can put that in your web browser like Chrome or Safari, or you can download the Discord app. And then when you add a server, join a server, that's the invitation link. Again, it's discord.gg slash Clintus. Um, And that's, I've been on Discord now for about five years. The community has grown up to about 1,800 members. Um, there's someone in there pretty much 24 seven because of time zones and whatnot. We've got a bunch of different categories and, and, and channels broken down for various things that we're into. You know, I started off with just things that I was interested in, but I've been slowly adding more and more channels for the community members, like things that, you know, enough people are talking about that, okay, it warrants having its own channel. So we can, you know, um, not things don't get lost in the shuffle, but, um, there's voice channels in there. If you need a place to come and play video games with your friends and use a voice channel, there's voice channels set up. You can have conference calls or just, you know, hop in there and, you know, just shoot the shit, you know, whatever you're looking to do. But, um, yeah, that's where the community lives. that That's where the community, that's where the Clintus clan is. Um, you know, we're, we're segmented across the world. We're segmented in all these different platforms and, and content that we, you know, consume and or create. But I feel like Discord is like that central hub that we can all come back to. Like it's that bar, that cantina you know, we're all out doing our jobs, doing our lives, living our lives. We all come back to the cantina to hang out in, you know, and that's the Discord server. So, uh, like I said, I, I, uh, I encourage you, I invite you to come say hi, uh, discord.gg Clintus. We'll get you in there. And, uh, like I said, come say hi, come say what's up. I'll be, I'm in there. I'm in there all the time. I'm in there more and more. I have my notifications on my phone. I pop in there. I pretty much have Discord up at all times. So I'm always available. Um, you know, just pop into one of the the general channels. If you're a Twitch subscriber or a YouTube channel member, there's additional perks, like exclusive channels that only you can access and you can post photos and videos. That's a, that's a perk that only you guys get. So, uh, if you want to share some photos, uh, you know, there you go. That's a little bonus for you. So as always guys, thanks for listening. I will see you next week in another episode of Riffing with Clintus. Take care.